Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. <laughs> one and only, Steve Harvey. <laughs> Got a radio show, yeah, man. Got one. Hey, you know, um, I, I thought I think of my life in terms of blessings, you know. I, I take mostly a positive approach and a positive spin to my life. I hardly ever dwell on, uh, you know, the what's well I can't say that I don't think about the what's wrong in it because I have to because I have to address problems as they arise but I try not to let them consume me I let the consumption part be about the blessings the positive things that uh has occurred in my life the good things that God has done for me the the power that he's uh displayed in my life the protection he's given me over the years to being tucked under his wings I focus on the things that he promises me. I think of uh, all the goodness that I perceive to come my way. I, I think that has a lot to do with me learning more and more about the law of attraction in terms of, you know, what you think and what you put out in the space and what you pray about is what you receive, you know. And so I've become better and better at that. It's not to say that I'm I'm not human and I don't have moments where I think I think a little bit too long about what's going wrong and what enemy is, is about to attack and what they're going to do and say and, and all of this here. So that's not to say that I'm not concerned about it, but I try to dwell mostly on the positive. And um, one of the things that I learned, you can have an incredible life. All of us, we can have incredible lives if we just let God drive. See, the, the problem that I had years ago was I was the driver of my life. 
and I was taking myself in the directions that I thought would be best for me. And I aimed at things that I thought I could accomplish. And I set goals that I saw myself being able to attain. I was driving. When I gave up and I let God drive, I then opened up my mind and my spirit to what God had for me, for what God could see for me, for what God could do in my life, for what God wanted for me. Now, he wanted for me and he wanted of me. See, that's the connection that you got to try to make. Well, not try. That's the connection that you got to make to really get it. Now, listen to me. What I don't want you to do is do like me. Don't be afraid of the what for, of the what he wants you to do part. See, because that ain't going to be nearly as demanding and and as offsetting as you think it's going to be. See, I thought that if I did God's will, that if I let God tell me what to do, that it would cause me to not to be able to do a certain some things I wanted to do. Well, which is true, but the stuff I wanted to do was all detrimental to my well-being and my future and my and my growth and development as a man. I was stopping my own growth as a man because, see, I was doing what I thought I should do as a man. But when you give it over to God, see, God has a much better plan for you than you can ever have for yourself. And God knows a better way, far better than the one you know. I, I want you to believe that, man. You got to understand that part of it. And, and that's the part that I finally got through my head to let God do it his way and to show me a better way and to teach me a better way and expose to me a better way. And when I opened up my mind to what God was talking about, I began to see things totally differently and things started coming to me totally differently. If you've been a friend of mine or a fan of mine over the years, I mean, you've had to see it, the change. You've had to see the difference. I mean, and I and I acknowledge that every chance I get because I promised God I would. And I hope that I'm not falling short in that category. But then again, if I told it all day long what he done for me, I still wouldn't have enough time to really explain thoroughly what he's done for me because it's such a continuous growth in me. But now, that's not to say that I'm finished or I'm done or I'm complete because I'm still short. You can't be him. You can strive for perfection. I hear people saying it all the time. I applaud you for saying you want to be perfect, but you ain't and you can't. So you quit saying it. You quit saying it to me. Quit saying it to other people. I'm seeking a life of perfection, but it's something that you cannot have because he said you can't do it. But that's what he there for. He there for the moments when you stumble and you fall. And you going to stumble and fall. So you got to get that part right, man. The stumbling and falling part is coming. But see, you get God in your life and it helps you so that you don't stumble, fall, wallow, roll over, lay there, languish. That's what God is for. So when you stumble and fall, you get back up. Because you're going to make mistakes. You're going to get it wrong. You're going to come under attack. You're going to be lied about. You are going to be falsely accused. That's going to happen to you the moment you make a decision to do better. The moment you try to be more. The devil got to send his attackers, man. And he controls certain people. He just got people that's on his side 24-7. You know them too. You've all met one or two of them in your life. They just busy with the business of nothingness. 
They just busy about the, about the destruction of others. You said, I know them. You know them. They coming. But here's what you got to hold fast to. They can't take away nothing from you that God gave you. They didn't make you. See, people who claim to have made you, if they so in the make you business, why don't they make they self? Or if they ain't with you no more and they so busy in them, I made you business, why don't they make somebody else? Since, since, since you want to get credit for making somebody, make yourself. If you're responsible for someone else's success, then you should easily be able to take claim and be responsible for your own success. See, be careful of that. And don't, and, and don't, don't change your course because somebody is attacking you with that. I just hope, man, that I'm giving it to God the way I said I would give it to him, that I would unload every chance I got that I was supposed to without being, you know, oh, here he come again. You know, I try not to be that. But, man, I don't know what else to be for the first 12 minutes of my show. What else you want me to say? I got four hours. I can't give God 12, 12 minutes, man. I mean, for real, Steve? Come on, man. I mean, let's look at this right here. If you give an honor to God just 12 minutes out the day, dog, he gave you 24 hours of luxury and life and breath and hope and promise. You ain't got 12 minutes to give him out the day? That don't make no sense. What an exchange. What a wonderful life God has given me in exchange for so small of effort that I put forth. Don't let the effort you got to put forth to God seem so daunting that you don't attempt to do it. Because, man, it seems like a lot. It ain't nothing compared to what he be giving us for real. So if you want a real life, you want a real shot at what you can be, what you can have, what you can own, what you can become, who you really are, go to God. Let him fix you, man. That's all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the ride. Steve Harvey Morning Show, alive in vivid color. I say vivid color because I am the vivid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> facts, Everybody baby, else facts. is color. <laughs> yeah. Colors are beautiful, though. You got to have colors make a rainbow. You got to have mm-hmm. colors make a peacock. Mm-hmm. You got to have colors make a flag. You got to have colors. Mm-hmm. You got to have colors. You won't be in the game. Mm-hmm. What's up, Shirley? I'm blue, Steve. Good morning. Blue is your favorite color? Now it is, yeah. Why? What do you mean now? Oh, you don't know? <laughs> oh, because your hair is blue? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's yours, okay, I got it. Carla, mm-hmm. for real? Hey, Steve, my favorite color is black, baby. Black. <laughs> okay, we're going to skip over that. Yeah, because so if you say something, I'm cussed out. <laughs> yeah, I know that. Junior? <laughs> Morning, Unc. My favorite color, caramel. Your favorite color is caramel. Yeah, because that's what. Who, yeah. who got that as a favorite color? Me. I ain't Junior. never heard nobody say caramel is Mm-mm. my favorite. I color. just did. Mm-mm. It's a night, nice, a delicious candy. You know what I'm saying? Caramel. Well, oh, Sunday topping or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, that's it. We're full compliment tonight. This is us. <laughs> yeah. This is it. your favorite that's, color. This is the day. I don't know, man. I'm a multicolored guy. I like black, white. Mm-hmm. Gray used to be my least favorite color because gray is so hard to match. Oh, you're 50 shades. <laughs> man, if you sitting up here, if you try to, if you buy a gray suit and you somewhere else trying to buy a gray shoe, you finna blow it. Oh, yeah. 
there's and blue you're gonna gray. get a gray tie somewhere else and a gray shirt. Yeah. You trying to be uh monotone? No, you're not. Yeah. You're not. You're finna be all different shades. Take all that stuff with yeah. you when you go. Gray to is very difficult to match. to match. Green is very difficult to match. And blues are tough, but it blues are easier than grays and greens. Yeah. But because blues, you could be off and still kind of. Be but on. your greens, yeah, yeah. your greens, greens. be. Mm-hmm. Nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've tried it many times. <laughs> I've had more uh, more unsuccessful attempts at matching green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've Just mine has been yeah. gray or or black is hard too, Steve. Oh yeah, you know what? Black is hard yeah, to match. It's hard. I've seen it. Yeah. I had a partner. Black went with everything. Yeah, but when you ain't got the same, you ain't got the, you know, you know, you know, when you don't have the same black on. Uh huh. Oh, oh, black to different. black match. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. different. Yeah. So you got black. ashy black, wash black, yeah, that's gray black, black, midnight black. Mm-hmm. That ain't really black. Blue black, purple black. Yeah. New black, yeah. purple Blue black. black. Blue black. My father was purple black. Mm. All right. We done went from <laughs> clothes to skin color okay well you said purple black purple my black. daddy was purple black yeah okay, okay. yeah you want to let's my father, move on man. Yeah. that was my dude no that wasn't no wrong that was a cold dude his skin was pretty mm-hmm. yes yeah. mm-hmm. black is beautiful and you can say baby. something to him about it if you want to <laughs> but what would his clap <laughs> back be steve clap back is an ass whooping <laughs> Hey man, my father, my father didn't <laughs> have. My father didn't know what a clapback was. All right, well okay. check this out. Coming up at 32 after the hour, Sarah Huckabee right. Sanders has quit finally. You what called I, it, I, Steve. You called it. What I tell y'all? We'll talk what? about it. We'll get into it at 32 after the hour. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Steve, today is President Trump's 73rd birthday. And in trending political news, yeah, White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders is leaving. She is quitting. All right. Can't do it no more. But she she had a long run now. Come on, three years is a long time uh, under this current administration. Three years. Yeah. Yeah. they keep saying that. Well, I mean, it, how's it three years? Well, he ain't been president two and, years. Years. Well, two and a half. Well, well, listen, the first one uh, only stayed like six months. Spicy. Yeah. Spicy. Sean Spicer. Spicy. Yeah. Oh, he, Spicy. he only stayed like yeah. six months. Remember? Right. Yeah. yeah. So, and this is he yeah. got in at 2016. This is 2019. Well, okay, yeah, two years, like two and a half. Spicer. Sean uh, Spicer. Smooch. He stayed eleven and days. Hurt. And then yeah, her, I told y'all, day. look, I yeah. saw the look on her face. Yeah. And now, did you hear that, how they trying to twist it, though? What? She's going to be leaving. Sarah Huckabee uh-huh. is going to mm-hmm. leave and going to run for uh, governor of the great state of Arkansas. Arkansas, don't, yeah. Don't uh-huh. nobody like her. <laughs> don't nobody like her. Yeah, she she hasn't ruled out a, a, a different kind of political career now. She hasn't ruled don't out. Don't nobody out. like her. Yeah. <laughs> Well, she's not finna be no governor. Trump likes her, Steve. He mm-hmm. likes her a lot. Trump don't like her. Why is she leaving? Why is she mm. leaving the job? Exhaustion. Well, she's, yeah, <laughs> she said she wanted to spend more time with her family. And her kids. Don't, mm-hmm. Ain't that what everybody say when they get it's fired? Well, that's probably true, though. I mean, especially, you know. She has young kids, Yeah, she has too, kids, yeah. You yeah. didn't want to spend time with your family when you had the job. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't. It was now, too demanding. Now, as soon as you lose the job, now you want to spend time with your family. 
Well, Steve, she said the job has been an honor, the honor of a lifetime to serve in the Trump administration. Why she quit? <laughs> if it's an honor to serve under Trump, why is she quitting? I told y'all, <laughs> yeah, you did. this woman looked oh, like she going to break any day now. Mm-hmm. She always looked like, if I come up here, matter of fact, they stopped having press conferences. Yeah, they she really just said, had. look, I'm yeah. not going out there. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. Really there. So technically, I ain't Steve, going out there. She's a White House press secretary, but she hadn't been holding press briefings. Because she minute. couldn't do it no more. Well, yeah. I mean, he's not a fan of it either. He doesn't even yeah, like the right. press. He just likes to tweet, you know, yeah. with no, he doesn't like the clapback or the, the follow-up questions and all of that. He doesn't like any of that. So. Oh, the press trying yeah. to get to the truth. Yeah, <laughs> he he, didn't, yeah, he doesn't like right. that journalism. He doesn't, he doesn't like that. No. Yeah. She out of line. That's why she quit. She so out of line. Right. <laughs> why hold press no- conferences if you don't like the press? Yeah, well, yeah. He's saying the press is anyway, the enemy of the people. Yeah, I told you she wasn't gonna make it. Yeah, you, you said, said that. It. You definitely you said it. it. Mm-hmm. And look, man, if, if, if they don't get to these polls, this country cannot take another four years of this type of behavior from the president. Republicans know that. They know that, but they are willing to sacrifice to get four more years of four more years of position, power and money Mm -hmm. and in this country nothing and i mean nothing when it comes to politics reigns more supreme than position power and money period not in this america man we got to quit thinking it's another kind of way because it's not well yeah and you're right steve when she was asked by reporters later whether she plans to run for governor in her native native state of arkansas she did not rule that out um, Ain't nobody voting for her for governor. <laughs> we going to stop saying this on this radio show. Okay, nobody is on. voting for Sarah Huckabee for the governor of no damn state. Okay. As a Republican, <laughs> or independent, uh-huh. a welfare recipient, uh, the gubernatorial, nothing. Nobody's voting for her. Mm. Don't nobody like her. Well, also in uh, trending political news, Steve, a federal watchdog agency called the Hatch Act is uh, calling for Kellyanne Conway to be fired. She violated the Hatch Act where she speaks and attacks Democratic presidential candidates while speaking in her official capacity as White House counselor. So they're trying to get her on that. Uh, she said at a when she was speaking to reporters, bring it on. <laughs> Yeah, oh, you just breaking yeah, the law de- every day. You talking about bring it on? <laughs> she's de- hey, hey, she's defiant, a, huh? Let me ask you this: hey, this this isn't uh, Hope Hicks supposed to testify? Uh, yes, yes, yeah. She, yeah. And she has agreed to do it, yeah, in private and all that. Yeah, yeah. that's gonna be yeah. real interesting. Mm-hmm. All of mm-hmm. this is gonna be interesting yeah. because jail time make people turn change their mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you right, Jim. Yeah, with you. When well, you if you told me I was gonna go to jail. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. My next statement is, listen, what do you need to know? Yeah. Yes. But they're allowing her to do it in private, though, right? Well, you yeah, know, this way I'm doing it. Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I'm not snitching because I'm not a snitch, but I am telling on your ass. That's going to happen. <laughs> same thing. So what's the yeah, di- no, it's not the what's same the thing. Re- <laughs> no, snitching is for people who are in crime. I'm not in crime. I'm telling on your ass. That's different. <laughs> Okay. I didn't do nothing. Wait, what? And you think I'm finna go to jail? I'm telling on you. Okay, ass. so what is the difference between snitching and I telling? I understand what he's saying. Snitching I, I is for criminals. Uh-huh. And we've, we've allowed, yeah. see, snitching started in prison and with criminals. 
If you can't do right. the crime, don't do the uh -huh. time. So we created the snitch. If you get busted, you ride it out, you go all the way out. Okay. Well, when these inmates go to prison and they come out, they bring that philosophy out to the street. And it's permeated our neighborhoods and got us thinking that we're not supposed to snitch. Because snitches, you know, all that get stitches, yeah, all this here. Mm -hmm. But that's and for criminals. If I'm a law-abiding, taxpaying citizen, and you got a trap house up the street from my house, I'm not snitching. I'm telling. Your ass can't have a trap house up the street from mo where my mama stayed. So I'm telling. That ain't snitching. I'm telling. That's all. <laughs> Y'all old ass need to be telling to too. Well, support what I just said. We're just hearing you out, sir. I asked you, you know, to. I don't. I, no, asked I don't you to hear you supporting it. what I said. I don't need you listening to what I said. I don't want to interrupt you. Don't. Listen, I'm, listen, 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 I'm not getting support from my own morning show crew. I'm supporting you, Uncle. You hear me? Y'all old ass can't go I'm to jail. I'm telling and snitching on you right now. All right, post your comment at Steve Harvey FM. Coming up next, run that prank back. Nephew's out today. But guess who's here? Junior, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news. Now, according to Forbes magazine, Kanye West makes more money than Drake. And in reality, entertainment news, uh, Carla has an update on ex-Real Housewife of Atlanta star Phaedra Park's ex-husband Apollo, his prison status right now. But first, Junior is here for the nephew uh, with Run That Prank Back. What you got, Junior? The preacher's wife. That's what we got. The preacher's wife. Run it, cat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Sister Angela. Sister Angela, please. This is she. How you doing? My name is Brother Clayton. I'm I'm calling you from uh, Greater Baptist Church. How you doing this morning? Oh, I, I'm fine. I'm fine. Good to hear from you, brother. Yeah, listen, I I know that um, your husband, Reverend uh, Reverend Jonathan, is actually uh, one of the candidates that we may be choosing to be our pastor, since yes. our past pastor has stepped down. Yes, yes, yes. I'm 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 very proud of my husband. Um, uh, I think he'll make a very good candidate, as a matter of fact. Here at the church, we've been asking a lot of the deacons and, and, and um, assistant uh, uh, ministers here have been asking different questions, different things that they would be doing once they uh, became pastor. You know, like your first 100 days, what would you try and change here at the church or try and make better, okay. so to speak? Yeah. Did, did but, you but what to speak we... to my husband? He's not here right now. Did you need to speak to him? No, not right now. What, what we decided to do... Uh, uh, Sister Angela is actually call the wives and ask them a few questions. Oh, okay, that's a little different, uh, sure. And we don't we don't want to take up too much of your time. You know, a, a lot of times, uh, if a pastor is stressed at home, nine times out of ten, he's likely to be stressed at the church. So, I, I guess my 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 biggest question to you is: Is your husband stressed at home? No, not that I know of. Uh, he eats regularly. He's on a good diet. You know, he gets his, goes to the doctor regularly, gets his physical. Um, he's pretty good at home. I don't have a reason to believe that he's stressed. But I, he certainly hasn't brought anything to my attention. Okay, not. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't, uh, I don't think you follow me, S sister. Sister Angel, what I'm saying is, is, is he stressed behind closed doors? Is he stressed in in that fashion? Um, I'm not, I'm not too sure I follow you. You say behind closed doors. What, is, what exactly did you mean by that? Is, is he, is he stressed, uh, uh, in, in, in y'all's relations? 
is he stressed? Are you asking me about my personal business, brother? Well, what I'm saying is if he's stressed at home, he'll be stressed at the church. And if he's stressed at the church, then the members are stressed. Then the congregation is stressed. Um, So the stress starts with you. Excuse me? If you are making sure that he's all right at home, he's going to be all right at the church. Um, I'm sorry, brother. What, what was your name? Brother Clayton. Brother Clayton. I appreciate uh-huh. you um, conducting whatever interviews you guys need to conduct with the candidates' wives. Uh, I do think that's pretty much personal territory, and I really don't want to answer those kind of questions. It's, it's, it's not personal Sister Angela, when there's so many other people involved. See, that's why I'm asking you the question, is your man stressed behind Brother Clayton, I could assure you that my husband is not stressed at home if I get your drift. He is not stressed behind closed doors, brother. And I would appreciate you if you don't call with these kind of questions. Are you asking other candidates why these kind of questions? Well, uh, I was the one uh, 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 dedicated to to give you a call, and that's the question that I decided to come up with because I want to know if a man is going to be stressed because if he's going to have tension— at, at the church, then, then the congregation is going to have tension, the church is going to have tension, and the church cannot Brother move Clayton. forward in the direction on which Brother we're Clayton. going. My mm-hmm. husband and I have been married 25 years, and they've been 25 good years, if you get my drift, okay? Oh, he is okay. not stressed at home. And whatever goes on at home, my husband has sense enough not to take it to the church. That is not something he's going to do. So you don't but have see, to that, worry about anybody else being stressed at the congregation, in the pulpit, nowhere, Okay. We I have understand. our stuff together at home, and I appreciate it if you don't ask me those kind of questions. Now, but you can find something else to ask me. But sometimes a, 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 a woman does not realize that, that her husband is stressed. You understand? You, that there's a possible way that you don't know that he's stressed. Brother, so how please, can you get— uh-huh. Let me get your phone. As a matter of fact, let me get your full name. What's your first name? Let's just go with Brother Clayton right now. Could you please answer this question? How can you guarantee that he is fully not stressed? Brother Clayton? <clears throat> I'm calling the Lord real quick. Hold on. Brother Clayton, I'm an honorable woman. I'm I'm a woman who stands by my man. Okay? But you are asking me some questions that's uh, very personal, very private, very confidential. You are asking me questions that that, that are a question of the sanctity of my marriage. Okay? My husband is not stressed. And if I need to be real clear, I don't send him away from my home stressed. Okay. How do you know? I know. But what are you doing to make sure that it's less stress? Brother Clayton, I'm about to end this phone call. Okay. Now, if you, I'm not no, we're not going to end this question. phone now, call until that we know. We, I need to know that Reverend Jonathan is not stressed at home. They put, they assigned me to talk to you, and that's so what, what I'm going to do, and I, I'm going to leave. Okay. He is not stressed. I don't know who told you that. The man is not stressed. Is he acting stressed around you? He's you, not acting he, stressed he, at home. I bet you. I bet you he's stressed because you're stressing me right now. Now, we're both stressed out. How can we understand that that man is not Brother, stressed? That, that's the end of this conversation. Do you understand me? Give me your full name right now. Give me some intimate you details, and then the I'll line, give you my brother. number. You I ju- crossed the line. You wait till my husband gets here. If this is going to cost him a candidacy, then this so be it. We'll find another church. I'd have some choice words for you right now. Ooh, Brother Clayton. I will give you my name right now. Right Do you have yes, a pen? Yes, I'm going to write it right now. The letter N, N is in Nancy. Nancy. E, mm-hmm. P. You're moving slow. What? I know how to spell that. Talk up faster. N E P H E W. What kind of name is that? N- nephew. Your name is Nephew Clayton? 
My name ain't Nephew Clayton. My name is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your husband, Reverend Jonathan. Hold on. <laughs> you said this is Nephew Tommy. <laughs> this is oh Nephew Tommy. Oh, my God. <laughs> from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your oh. husband got me to prank phone call you. Listen, can I ask you one more thing? Yes. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, Shirley, the preacher's wife. That's what nephew left us with right there. Yes. There it is. All right. Okay. You, you did too that. Much too, yeah, yeah, you did, did that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, cha Come on. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, it is no surprise that hip-hop's first billionaire, Jay-Z, is topping the Forbes list of richest rappers. Dr. Mm-hmm. Dre is number two with $800 million in net worth, most of which is from uh, when Apple bought his uh, Beats by Dre back in 2014. You remember that. Now, Diddy comes in third with $740 million. Okay, Ooh. and then... Oh, Diddy? Yeah, I guess who's number four. This was such a shock to me. Hmm. Kanye West. Yeah. Why y'all surprised at Kanye West? Because of Adidas, probably. Yeah, it, that's exactly what it is. He's mm-hmm. at uh, $240 million, largely thanks to his Adidas partnership. I didn't think he he made more money than Drake. That's why I'm so surprised. Drake really? rounds... I'm surprised that Kanye makes more money than Drake. Yeah, I am. Wow. Yeah. 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 Wow. Drake rounds out the top five with $150 million from music, liquor endorsements, and a Las Vegas residency. So there you go, Steve. Wow. But you know what, though? Can I I say something? I saw people standing in line for Adidas for the Kanye sneaker the other day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but can I say something about this Of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're most qualified. Go right ahead. (laughs) People are saying that, you know. Kanye makes more money than Drake, mm-hmm. and Kanye at 240, Drake at 150. Let me ask this question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you be just fine with yes. any one of them numbers? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I could yes. be, uh-huh. yeah. I could be on <laughs> number, the bottom 20 Number 10. <laughs> I mean, number if you got the 150 a million that Drake was getting, couldn't you squeak back? Absolutely. Yes. I would get on back. Good. Yeah. I would be good. Comfortable. Lovely. Yep. Yeah, yes. great. No one's complaining. Mm-hmm. Can you buy the same thing with both money? Though? Yeah. See? Yeah. Can you spend that amount of money? Here's a question. In- Hell yeah, you can spend that kind of money. Okay. 150 million a year, you can go broke. Really? Yeah. What What would you be buying? What would you be doing to go broke? If you buy a brand new 650, that's 70 million right there. That's an airplane. Yeah. Uh-huh. You buy a new 650. <laughs> that's on your that's an airplane. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. seventy million. You that's you cracked half of that. Yeah, that's right half. There. Yeah, you don't dealt with this one. No, you should have <laughs> been talking about a cold, baby. I know that's cold right. ass crib in Beverly Hills of Miami. Mm-hmm. Oh, Throw another yeah. forty on top of that. Mm-hmm. 
You, you at what? What's that? One ten? Yeah. Oh. You at one ten? Okay. You got uh, what's that? You got forty million left? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Don't 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 hide nobody. <laughs> so a plane and a out. house. That's it. That's, that's well. Everything. I mean, technically, I said if you bought a brand new six fifty, I ain't even talking about the taxes. If you pay your taxes, yeah, you're, taxes you're officially yeah. broke at this mm-hmm. point. Okay. Can I make a statement that don't have nothing to do with nothing? <laughs> yeah, go At ahead. the barbecue last night, Boomerang had on a ho- hoodie and looked like Benjamin Butts. He looked old. He's aging. <laughs> Benjamin <laughs> Buttons. Buttons. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about one thing in that. It looked like that. he had on a bonnet. <laughs> that didn't have anything to do with anything. No, but yeah. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Crazy, man. <laughs> it was just last night at the barbecue, mm-hmm. a picture of him popped up in my head, and I just, man, man, he looked just like Benjamin Button. All right. we was on the, I can't tell you that. <laughs> no. All right. Carl, you were going to say quickly about Apollo. Yeah, he's he was, yesterday I told you he was released from prison. Well, he's back. He got mm, In that prison? Yes. What, what happened? Yes. He violated his parole. Oh, so God. they arrested Apollo him. got out for one day? Well, not one day. He was out for a few days, but he violated his parole, so technical requirement. So he's back? Yeah, he's back. That's oh, Lord. Up, All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we go. Game six of the NBA Finals was in Oakland last night. Take it away, fellas. Congratulations to the Toronto Raptors. They are the NBA champions. Yeah. Champions. Yes. Six games put Golden State away. Kawhi, Kyle Lowry. Yeah, Fred. Yeah. That was a good game, though. It was a good game. It was yeah. tough, man. When Clay went down, that, yeah, was, that was it. That was the blow that sealed the deal. Yeah. Because there just wasn't enough firepower after that. No. Yeah. It was just not enough firepower after that. You know, they gave it they all. They played like champions. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was not meant to be. When Clay went down, I, that, that let the air out. That mm-hmm. just let the air out. And, but still, congratulations to the North because they right. won it. Toronto, that's they right. Played. They won it. There's, there's no excuses when you win the title. Because, yeah. y'all, you know, it, it ain't about this one game. You had 86 games to do something that's about right, it. That's right. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And you know so, what yeah. else, Steve? The Golden State lost well. I mean, you know, they were gentlemen about it. They gave Well, you hugs. know, they, those are yeah. class dudes they really out of Golden State. Mm-hmm. They really yeah. are. And, and Kawhi is a special talent, man. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now the speculation goes as where he'll be next season. I don't know where Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard could go. And be a bigger star than he is right now in, in the country of Canada. Yeah, because you have to go to a country. city <laughs> to be a star down here. Yeah. He is the star of the country. country. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I brought him their first business deal. First of all, I own every car dealership up there. <laughs> I own all the bobsled making companies. I own all the horses that the Mounties ride. I'll be just up in there with my name on ski resorts and everything. Because he don't want the country a title. Okay, now where's Drake? 
Oh, he back there losing his mind. Number one fan. Yes, and all those fans at Jurassic Park in uh, Toronto. Toronto. Did you mm-hmm. see them yeah. last night? They yeah. still partying. They still partying. Yeah. yeah. I like That's Toronto. Good, yeah. I've been a couple I, I times. I have, like, too. It's a beautiful yes. place. I like Very it. friendly, nice people. Yeah. Yeah. Real mm-hmm. good. So congratulations Well, I got Raptors. stopped at Customs in Canada for six hours. I'm still we very know. bitter about that. <laughs> you, you still upset? Uh, yeah, I'm still on. very, very bitter about that, <laughs> coming from the Arco Arena in Buffalo. I'm still what very, very bitter that, about Steve? that. What year was that, Steve? I don't year? know. We was kings of comedy. That's all I know. Oh, so it was in, in the 2000s. I was 20 years. <laughs> Minimum. <laughs> Raptors, the North. Yeah. All right. Well, coming up, we're going to talk a little bit about Steve's mentoring camp. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 34 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, how are you feeling? You're down at mentoring camp. Uh, yesterday was the first day that oh, the boys man. got in. Well, let me tell you something, mm-hmm. boy. I love these boys. This is actually a good group, man. I got a kid here that I met just last week at Family Feud. He was 15. Uh-huh. He yeah, bought this picture of me to sign. Mm-hmm. And uh, they told him I couldn't sign it, so he looked disappointed. I said, oh, Aww. man, I signed it for him. I signed it. Come to find out he played basketball at this prep academy in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. It's a junior high. Okay. But it costs $67,000 a year to go to this school. What? I said, what? They said, yes, yeah, for really, really gifted children. And he's a gifted child, and he plays basketball. So I said, and what position do you play? Children. He said, center. And I'm looking at him going, center? Mm-hmm. At what school is this boy a center? Because he ain't that tall. Right, okay. And so I said, oh, you must go. You go to school in the suburbs? He said, yes, sir. I said, you need to go down there on Crenshaw <laughs> and just play with them boys in the hood one day and you won't be. He started laughing. I said, man, I said, so uh, where's your mom? She's at work. I said, where's your dad? He said, who's that? And then he just broke down crying. Oh, Steve. And, man, that broke my heart. I brought him up on stage. We hugged. The little boy was just boo-hooing. He said, my my father don't even talk to me. Yeah, you you were telling us about that yesterday, too, So I put him in the camp. He he came today. He was at the camp crying again. Thank you for this opportunity. But, boy, this little boy got got got? off the bus from Uh Atlanta, Uh from the West End. Uh-huh. He got off the bus. I said, hey, little man, how you doing? He said, I'm not doing a mother blanking thing. <laughs> no. Wait, wait. That was his opening statement? <laughs> he didn't say hi. <laughs> he didn't. This, the, the National Guard was talking to him. He said, Listen. as soon as his foot hit the grass off the bus, he said, I'm not doing a mother blanking thing. Boy, and then nice. looked They're around different. at everybody. Uh-huh. Boy, how famous you was. I busted out laughing. I went over and put my arms around this little dude. I said, man, you're going to be my favorite boy at the camp. I have adopted you. I'm your mentor. You, you get my phone number. Boy, I like your guts. What did he say? I mean, when Come you did on, that, Steve. what did he say? You showed him some attention. So he put his he head down. He wasn't talking. I was walking with my arm around him. Uh-huh. I kept tapping him in his chest. I said, man, you're going to be all right, man. I know you don't want to be here, man, but I said, we got good program for you. You're going to love it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah, disrespect to you, Mr. Harvey. <laughs> no, you, but everybody else, I mean what I said. <laughs> How old was he? How old was he? 
I'm not doing a mother blanking <laughs> thing. But how old is this kid? How old is he? Uh, probably 16. <laughs> oh, man. These little kids today dude, are different. You know, nice little cut up. You can tell he's a little athletic, just mm-hmm. small frame. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I call him, I call I, I, I nicknamed him D. And uh-huh. I know oh, really? his whole name, but I ain't going to say it on the radio. Okay, He got right, one right. of them long kind of Spanish names. You uh-huh. Know. Man. Uh-huh. But he he told and, uh, y'all what he ain't doing though. No, soon as he, <laughs> soon as his foot hit the grass, I love it. He said, "I'm not doing a mother." Do like <laughs> and boy, then he made eye contact with everybody. Look, I walked over to him. I was laughing so hard. He said, "Mr. Harvey, we apologize about this young man. We're gonna work with him." I said, "No, nah, I got him." I got him. Say, yeah. "My man, you my favorite character." <laughs> Now, this what about that drew you to him, though? Because because what? I know he in pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. I know. That's what the left. That's what it's. Yeah, yes. I know he in pain, and, and he never had no man him. tell him he loved him. And yeah, he angry because yeah. yeah. his Come father on, ain't in his life. Uh-huh. And now yeah. so y'all done brought me down here to make me do something else I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. man, but you gonna love it. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, <Yeah. laughs> you doing God's work, Steve? Yes. I love it. I'm hey. I'm not doing a mother blanking. And then he just started looking around. But he didn't say blanking. He just said the nah, whole thing. Boy, that, that, boy, that was the funniest thing I heard. Because them sergeants, them army boys, mm-hmm. they don't care. Yeah, they, they don't, don't want to hear that. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Wow. Yeah. Wow, Steve. Man, that's well, great. all right. I'm glad you're, you know, it's turning out like it is, Steve. Nephew, nephew Tommy is out today. Uh, but Junior is here in his place with the prank phone call. That's coming up right after this. I'm not doing it. Like- <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, our modern-day full house isn't working. Okay. Uh, but right now, Junior's in for the nephew with the prank phone call for today. What you got, Junior? Well, he left us with no hair weave. Okay. Seriously? No, no. <laughs> hair weave. Yeah. We you got to like say weave. Who don't say weave? Yeah. Weave. You're right. No hair weave. Run it, cat. Hello? Uh, hello. I'm trying to reach Risa, please. Risa. This is she. Hi, Risa. My name is Byron. Byron from the job. How are you? I'm okay. How are you, Byron? I'm good. Listen, I hate to call you uh, after hours at your home, but there has been some uh, new issues that will be going into effect as of tomorrow morning. And we're calling everyone, letting them know the new changes that have been um, issued that will take effect first thing tomorrow morning. So we're giving everyone a call, so don't be alarmed. It's just uh, Give me a call letting you know what the uh, what the higher-ups have changed, okay? Okay, that's no problem. i got a few minutes to listen. Okay. As of tomorrow, what's going to happen is when you guys come in, you'll be issued a new key card, and that particular card will actually uh, register when you come in and go out, okay? Okay. All right. Second one is there will no longer be any personal Internet at the job any longer. You won't be able – they're actually putting a block on all computers. All the computers will no longer be able to go to – a lot of these sites that you guys go to that you've been uh, that's been available here in the past. Okay. Okay. All right. The last one is uh, Risa. Do you um, do you wear a hair weave? What? Do you wear a hair weave or a wig? Yes. Okay. Well, here's one thing, I, and hopefully you can get this changed by tomorrow. 
there's no weaves or hair or, or wigs going to be allowed uh, at the job site from this point on. So as of tomorrow morning, everyone must be wearing their natural hair. You're joking. Uh, no, these are the uh, issues that are going to be that are instated, and these are going to take effect as of tomorrow morning, seven o'clock. What does hair weave to have to do with any of these changes? The first two I can understand: punching in and being on the internet. Yes, that's something that that corporate. But hair weave and wigs? Uh, You're getting I'm, into changing first people's appearance. They're looking down upon it. Uh, wigs and hair weaves—they have to go. So I'm assuming that if you, like you said, you do have one, I suggest do. uh, it come out that you start easily. taking it down now and prepare your hair to be natural as you come into work tomorrow. I'm not taking my hair down. I've been here seven years, and I've dealt with all the changes that y'all have made, but there's no way that I'm taking my hair weave down. I'm sorry. What's your name, Byron? Uh, yes, my name is Byron. And um, I'm sorry. Let's get back to your weave. This has you're gonna to have to do something. Is there someone that you can call tonight to help you get your hair down and so you can look presentable with your natural hair tomorrow? No, my weave costs over two, three hundred dollars. And I'm not about to take that down. I mean, it takes a long time to take that down. Okay, uh, I mean is this something maybe you can take it down and just wear it on the weekends? Because as of now, you're not gonna be allowed to actually wear it uh on the property. And how will you know if someone has weave or not? Are you going to do head checks or something? There's some uh, okay, I'm, ma'am, I'm not quite sure what they're going to do to check it, but by you telling me that you you have a weave, then I have to write it down that you have confirmed that you do, and we got to make sure that tomorrow morning you're not wearing one. But you don't know what my natural hair looks like from my weave. Uh, you heard how much I pay for it, so it's a good weave ma'am it's not about how good you know with the quality of your weave or anything they don't want it they want natural hair i don't know what that means but they're going natural they're going green they're going natural i don't know what it is they're going natural and so are you tomorrow morning you need to come in with your hair completely down okay i won't do it i'm not taking my weave down okay then, so what then, is that y'all gonna write me up or something Okay, ma'am, do you not want your job? Yeah, I want my job, but this don't make no sense. You're talking about personal appearance. I can understand y'all have a dress code and enforcing a dress code. That's one thing. But, t but telling somebody to change their hair, you lost your mind, man. You're crazy. Ma'am, I'm not good. I have other people that I have to call. Bottom line is get your hair down and get your butt into work tomorrow, and let's not go back and forth anymore, okay? Well, listen, Byron, you're a lost mind if you're thinking I'm taking my weave out. I'm not taking out at all. Risa is coming up in there with her hair and I'm going to sit down at my desk and do my job. Y'all going to have to drag me out that on some weave. You're going to lose your mind, you and your powers that be or whoever they may be. You tell them that I said that. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, listen, are you telling me that you're coming in regardless with your hair on? You right? That's what I just said. Okay, you calling okay. me at home are you, are with you, this then, then we need. To, why don't you go ahead and bring some boxes in? Because you may as well pack your stuff. I'm not. You bring this. Ma'am, I don't want to have to pack you, get your stuff, and box it up, and you're losing your job because you can't take well, your. You know hair what? Down. You can do that because I'm gonna call the, the news station and tell them you're dragging me out of behind some weeds. Who wrong? You wrong? You wrong? You stupid behind weeds. Are you gonna, You need to watch your language, young lady. Why I need to watch my language? I'm at home. You call me on my own home phone on my time. I'm at my house. I'm not on your clock. I say what I want to say on my 
phone. Okay. Can I say what I want on my phone, and then I'll let you go, and you can come in to, to work any way you want to tomorrow. What is it, Bob? And what else you got to say? I want to tell I'm you this. I want to tell you that your girlfriend Jennifer at your job got me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What the <laughs> you just said? <laughs> I know you. This is, <laughs> hey, Reese, this is this is nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Jennifer, your coworker, got me to prank oh, phone call you. You got my blood pressure up. I'm gonna kill that. <laughs> tomorrow, and I'm going to pull a whole weave out. You you want to come down there and watch me drag her out of the job? I'm mad. She wrong for this shit. You know I got high blood pressure. You can't be doing that to me behind my weave. I pay too much money. I, that's my money I could be spending on my kids. Oh, ain't nothing like a black woman and her hair. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, baby. I got one more thing to ask you, girl. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Well, after this prank, it has to be the Steve Harvey Morning Show. God. Huh? You played too much, Junior. Huh? That what it? Huh? No hair we. You're the, you're we the mean king. That. You're the king of pranks, baby. Yeah, that's no, what it is. You're the greatest. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tommy, huh? there's nobody better than you. I don't we, care if we, we at the men in camp. You better get to him. Mm-hmm. Tommy, Tommy, we all honor you. That's right. You may Thanks. be short in stature, but what? you're big when it comes to those pranks. You're the greatest we've ever seen. Come on now. You're, you're tall when it comes to those Man, pranks. Man, you the king of the pranks. Yeah. What else am I great at, huh? You know, you know come on now. Well, well you're a little king, though. <laughs> See that? You're not See? a tall king. Right, right. You're but, a little king. But Matter the, of fact, you could wear my young king collection. <laughs> you know You know what, Unc? You're going to mess around open up for me. <laughs> I'm going to open up for oh, you. that's the first Hey, Tommy, Tommy, let me tell you something. You got a decent career and everything, and what you're doing in stand-up is really making waves. But don't ever threaten me to come back <laughs> and be your opening act again, hell, because you uh, uh, nothing uh, you can do. You must have uh, forgot who I am. Oh, hold on. I'm hold one on. of the original kings of comedy. I done sold more tickets in a night. Oh, hold on. Wait a minute. I'm oh, sorry. Oh. You know you ain't the only one on TV. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's right. Ready ready to love is coming up. Well, Ready-to-love. I bow down. Congratulations, man. Your yeah. TV show got picked up. You're doing great, Tommy. Yeah. You really are. Yeah. Congratulations. I'm I just need you to recognize that what's happening. Oh, dog, I recognize that. But I need you to recognize who you're talking to when you tell me that I'm going to open for you. I want you to stop that type of talk <laughs> before you mess around and I come down there and open for you one time. <laughs> and you find out what really happened. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm going to walk off with about eight inches of hot-ass tar on that stage. Now, you walk your little ass out there on it if you want to. But it's going to be sticky. All right. Coming up at the top of the hour, you I'd guys. I forgot more jokes than you did. Right about uh, four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject is our modern-day full house. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, just a reminder, everyone, today is President Trump's 73rd birthday. Just thought you might want to know that in case you cared, want to send him a card or a gift or something. Uh, he's 73 again. <laughs> yeah, this is, he, he probably somewhere going to be talking about this is the biggest birthday ever. You know it. <laughs> it's huge. It's made. Yes. Some bag, it's huge. Mm-hmm. It's huge. It's huge. <laughs> Maybe for a gift, he could just not lie to us on this day. How about that? Good luck. Yeah. All right, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on dating, sex, work, parenting, and more, please visit 
your strawberry letter um, and send your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM. Click submit strawberry letter, okay? That's what you do. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Yeah. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the strawberry letter with my friend, Shirley Strawberry. Thank you, my friend, Junior. All right, subject, our modern-day full house isn't working. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 48-year-old female, and I live in my childhood home with my two older sisters, older brother, my son, my son's girlfriend, and my daughter. My parents moved to Texas and uh, left us all in the house. It's a six-bedroom house with three bathrooms, so there's plenty of space for everyone. The house is paid for, and we all split the bills. We have not had any issues with our living arrangement until recently when my bitter older sister, who has no life, decided that it's time for my daughter, my son, and my son's girlfriend to move out. She has no valid reason for wanting them to move out of the house or wanting them out of the house. She's just jealous because her son doesn't want to have anything to do with her. She has my parents in the middle of it, and they are sick of her complaining, so they said we can all get out and they will sell the house. There's so much tension in the house now, and my sister is being petty by putting her name on food in the fridge. She has also put a lock on the bathroom door by her bedroom so it can be exclusively for her. My brother said that my sister is being unreasonable, but if it would keep the peace, then maybe the children should move out. They're grown and very responsible, but why should they have to move out? I don't want to leave my childhood home, but if my children have to go, then I will go too. We are one. We were one big happy family, and she just snapped one day. What do you think we should do? I hope we can settle this soon because I can't live like this. Please advise. What do I think you guys should do? I think you need to move out, all right? Because it's only your sister, it's only your brother, but it's you, your daughter, your son, his girlfriend, that's a lot of people. It's only three bathrooms. She didn't just snap. She's been thinking about this for a very long time. You never mentioned what kind of relationship you and your older sister have. You just said that you you haven't had any issues yet and you guys split the bills. Well, that's over now because it sounds like Big Sis is just fed up with all the people there and all of that. She wants her own space. She wants her privacy. She's sick of sharing the bathroom with whoever waiting on it. She, you know, it's her parents' house. Uh... I'm assuming that she'll probably be okay with you staying there, but you come with a lot. So, yeah, I mean, she's fed up. She didn't snap, but she's just fed up, and, you know, she's ready. She's ready. She's probably going to put a lock on a lot more. She may even put a lock on the refrigerator. She's already putting name tags on stuff, so that could be next. So I think you guys need to... um, uh, you know, start looking for another place because you say if your kids go, you're going to go. And she's she's not sounds like is not going to have it any other way. And the parents say they're going to sell if you all don't get it together. Steve, you know, this is kind of trifling. You know, people get old and bitter. The lady, 48 years old, she lives in her childhood home with her two older sisters, her older brother, her son, her son's girlfriend and my daughter. Now, the parents moved out because they saw this coming. This is a disaster. Now, the lady say it's a six-bedroom house with three bathrooms, so it's plenty of space for everyone. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. <laughs> because the people that you think is plenty of room for everyone, they're not really connected. See, your two older sisters and older brother and you is the only one that's really connected. 
That's their nephew and niece, which is your son and your daughter. Mm-hmm. But now the girlfriend is in there. Now they young. They in there reminding them of things that they don't do no more. There you go. <laughs> they in the hallway. They walking past their bedroom door. It's handprints all on the bathroom There mirror. you go. They don't know where it's yeah. coming from. <laughs> they coming in there finding stuff. What is this cream? <laughs> They're all in their room, Steve. What, what was they in there doing with this icy hot? This is my icy hot. What is they young ass in there doing with all this icy hot? Who and what girl? I went in they room. Girl, my prune juice jar was in there. So the real tension has come from the fact uh-huh. that your son and his girlfriend is in that clowning. Oh. And your daughter, and they want him out. Now, your big so sister, tight. one that's bitter mm-hmm. and, and stank, yeah. she mm-hmm. done started writing her name on her food. Yeah. Now, let's yeah. briefly discuss <laughs> what writing your name on food can cause. Okay. Well... What? If I open the freezer looking uh-huh. for a mm-hmm. snack mm-hmm. and you got Pam wrote on the ice cream uh-huh. and I decide this mean Pam bought this, me and Aunt Pam been cool and they eat Pam's ice cream. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Fight. Not cool. So I'm assuming that a fight done broke out. <laughs> Somebody drank the last of the Kool-Aid. And a fight done broke out. Man, oh, last time not- Pam was fine, it was Bicentennial. Richard Pryor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up, part two of Steve's response at 23 after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, our modern-day full house isn't working. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. And um, the subject today is our modern-day full house isn't working. The modern-day full house and stop working is 48-year-old woman stay in the house with her two older sisters, her older brother, her son, her daughter, and her son's girlfriend. They share a six-bedroom house with three bathrooms in it, and she says that's plenty of room for everybody. The parents gave them the house and moved out because the parents knew it wasn't enough room for everybody, so they moved to Texas to get away from y'all. Y'all parents stopped liking y'all a long time ago and just moved to Texas. Now, you're sitting up here now, and uh, you done got yourself in a situation where uh, your oldest sister, uh, Bitter, what's her name? Pam? Bitter <laughs> yeah. Pam don't want your son and daughter staying there. Now, I think it's because the son and his girlfriend is millennials. And they have activities going on that's dangerous. Every time they Pam go in that bathroom, she's trying to figure out uh-huh. how these fingerprints got on the mirror like that. <laughs> Why is her fingerprints this high up on the mirror? She ain't that tall. <laughs> now, she in the bathroom trying She's to figure limber. out how she done stood <laughs> yeah. up on the counter and got her hands up against that glass like that. <laughs> she double jointed. And yeah, now yes, 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 she, she done had her girlfriend come over there, work down there at the police station, mm-hmm. and discovered that her, her son's knee prints uh-huh. is on the 
on the counter in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Not forensic. And now she done put them <laughs> knee prints together with them hand prints up on uh-huh. the mirror, and she done lost her damn mind. <laughs> Not CSI. They yeah. Be a clown. It's just forensic law and Because her old ass friends is in the forensic department yes. down at the police station. <laughs> and she done came there and told her, them is man knee prints. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Now, Pam old ass done got in there and acted it out with her girlfriend, mm-hmm. and they still can't figure out how that girl hands got that high up on that damn mirror. And why is this boy's knees on this counter like this? And on top of all that, the shower curtain is bent. Uh-oh, like Mimi. Yeah. I'm loving Hip Hop oh. Atlanta. And, oh. and Pam had just oh. saw the Love and Hip Hop Atlanta reunion on TV <laughs> and had, had seen the shower scene with Mimi. And Pam was going to try it. But they, she tried it one time, and they had to replace the wall. Sheet rock. Sheet rock, <laughs> Sheet rock could come down because Pam was a little bit more than a millennial. So we had that situation. So here's what the deal is. At the end of the day, uh, sometimes the jump comes in the form of a push. And mm-hmm. if I were you... It's time to g- grow. Yeah. But in order to grow, you have to go. Mm-hmm. So I'm in agreement with Shirley that y'all should move out the house. You, your son, and daughter, and his girlfriend. And if y'all splitting all this, y'all need to go start y'all's life anyway. Because if you don't move out that house, you're going to end up just like your two older sisters, mm-hmm. your older brother. All them stay there. Ain't none of them married. They're your two older sisters and your older brother, and they all stay in the same house that they grew up as children. And if you don't move, that's going to be you. In order to grow, you have to go. I would get out and say good riddance and go on and start my life. And I wouldn't even allow my son and my daughter to follow in this pattern or use this as an acceptable behavior Mm -hmm. for adults. I would just stop that right now. What about the son and the girlfriend living together? Now, the son and the girlfriend, you can't stop that. They do that now, sure. But I mean in the same house with the mom. Ain't nobody got no problem with the boyfriend and his girlfriend living there, but Pam and her friend that's in the police department. (laughs) (laughs) Forensics. (laughs) See, when they found them handprints up at the top of that mirror, that's when all this trouble started. That's when Pam started marking her food. Because I don't want your nasty hands on opening yeah, nothing right, out right. of the uh-huh, right. Because you're just nasty. Mm-hmm. You're in the uh-huh. bathroom, the shower curtain is bent. We don't care. <laughs> we don't know where the toilet paper mm-hmm. roll at. <laughs> Ain't no telling what toilet? they done did with that. <laughs> <laughs> I found the toilet paper roll that had something on it, so I didn't know what was going on. And it's just things like that. The mm-hmm. tile rack is missing. Yeah. But I understand the tile rack. I told the tile rack out my mama's. Excuse me? Okay. Excuse me? Yeah, I towed a towel rack out my mama's bathroom. What do you mean? Yeah, I was constipated. Oh! Okay. Oh, God. Oh, Uh, Oh, God. I was not expecting that. I just reached over and grabbed them guest (laughs) towels and got to twisting on them, trying to give myself some release, and I just wound them up too tight, and the whole damn towel rack came out the wall. I really wasn't expecting that answer. Really yeah, I just threw that in there for y'all. <laughs> That's just for y'all. Yeah, you ain't never you. been that wound up at your mama's house. Thank you. Thank you. No. <laughs> I tell you what, I was so constipated one time, I tore well, a okay. JCPenney catalog. It's early. Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> I was in the underwear section. 
<laughs> looking at women, you know, because that's all the porno we had back then. You just got the J.C. Penny catalog and looked at the panty bra section. Where? I was 11. And I was in that constipated. What? I ended up tearing J.C. Penny catalog in half. My daddy came up and said, "Boy, damn that boy strong." <laughs> Oh, he was proud of you. Proud of strong as hell. I don't know what the hell he was in here doing. That boy told his, that boy, that boy, that boy catalog in hand. All right, listen, uh, we got to go, okay? Though. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's crazy strawberry letter at Steve Harvey <laughs> FM. Or you can check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand, okay? Coming up at 46 after the hour, what does Dad really want for Father's Day? We'll find out right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, uh, happy Father's Day to you and, of course, yes. all the dads here, uh, Jay and Tommy, who are not here. Uh, happy happy Father's Day. Father's Seriously. Day ain't that big a deal. Well, it's this well, Sunday, and we're making it a big deal. Yeah, well, I appreciate y'all trying to make it a big deal, but it don't it's... compare to Mother's Day. We just well, fathers. Right, and it shouldn't because we, you know, what what mothers do, but but it's big though. They wouldn't even have fathers are big. Yeah, and fathers are big. Fathers mean so much to family. Fathers mean a great deal. So much. We don't get the same thing women do. I'm this year. I want to just put that out there. Well, y'all, things are changing. Things are changing. No, it's not, Shirley. It's not. What your kids doing this year? They're having a Father's Day brunch. I didn't and they still trying to sell tickets to the Father's Day brunch. They, they wanted- still got openings. <laughs> How has you still got openings for the Father's Day brunch? Mother's Day is different. Y'all don't put nothing in the Father's Day. Man, why would hit nobody no so Father's they- Day brunch? Things are- and, and it still got openings. Things On are- Mother's Day, if you don't get in a month before, right. you and your mama ain't eating. This is true. This is true. But okay, things so are help changing. Us out. Give us some gifts. Yeah. Give us, give us gift ideas for. Well, y'all Father's ain't gonna Day. never give the daddy what he really wants. Well, come on, well, tell us. What, what do you because want? mothers block what daddies really want. Well, what do you, what do you want? Th- what do you? Th- huh? Okay, wait. Say, make that statement one more time. No, because mothers block mm-hmm. what the daddies really want. They mm-hmm. tell the kids he don't need that. Uh huh. Like don't for get instance. Your daddy that. Um. Okay, mom, I want to get my partner. My partner asked his kids for some, for some make it rain money. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, Earthquake right. talked about yeah, that. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Okay, come on. For well, and you know, and the and look at mom. She blocked that. She blocked that. Mm. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. He just wanted a little make it rain money. <laughs> he didn't say he was gonna make it rain at the club. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to have a little extra change. She shot that down. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. else? Quickly. Mm-hmm. What else? Cigars. He don't okay. need no more cigars. Health reasons. All right, listen. Uh, we'll we'll come back. <laughs> uh, dads, keep those Father's Day gift comments coming. Yeah, and you Steve know why Harvey it was FM. a short segment? Because it was <laughs> the Father's Day <laughs> segment. <laughs> it, y'all even it. give Father's Day the shortest segment on the damn radio. <laughs> I, I rest my case. That's why Father's Day don't get the hype, because you just gave me a Father's Day break, and I told you two things we didn't want, and y'all only want to hear the rest of it. All right, you want to talk about it some more? Yeah, if we you could, want to. We could do it at the top of the hour. Well, let's see if we can think of something else for Father's All right, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll talk about that when we come back. More Father's Day stuff. Happy Father's Day, everyone. It's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, 
you want to tell us some more uh, Father's Day gift ideas because we're trying to make this Father's Day and the Father's big. Day, yeah, yeah, hereafter, from here on, well, big. Let me tell you some really gifts sound. not to yeah. get fathers. Okay, all right. Like if your daddy old and he ain't really into technology, don't get him them glasses that you can play 3D movies in. <laughs> Oh, you yeah. scares on the virtual reality. Right now. Uh-huh. You can't have put virtual reality glasses on old ass dudes. Okay. Especially mm-hmm. from the hood. <laughs> <laughs> what you can't have nothing exploding an inch from your eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> they not gonna understand. Uh, no, okay. All right. Okay, okay so Check. no to that. So yeah, don't okay. get them that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some fathers wanna be just left alone. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Peace and quiet. That's a gift. Yeah, so they want to be left, left at home, left alone at home, just right. in their now, man cave mothers, or something. Mothers usually shut that off. It's Father's Day. Ain't nobody leaving you alone. Mm. <laughs> so there goes that girl. gift. Well, it's my day, so that gift is gone. Well, so you just uh-huh. want to stay at home and watch sports all day or whatever? Get well, some food? Just chill. Yeah. <sighs> what, Steve? <laughs> You're trying to make it work. I know. We're trying yeah. to help. Communicate. Y'all trying, but it's late. Father's Day is Sunday. Yeah. Today is and Friday. Here y'all so come. We got all these late. What you want for Father's Day? And then y'all not going to get me nothing for Father's Day. You don't know that. I got you something, huh? Junior. Junior yeah. got us got you something from all of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Junior thank you, Junior. Junior got me something for Father's Day. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. And it's not Father's Day yet, so, you know, you don't know I what mean, it is yet. Yeah. Boy, you about to tip? I know. No, I don't believe it, though. Uh, why See, wouldn't I? What do you? As good really as you been, you. you been like a father to me, would you? Aw, aw, Junior. And he has a father, so that, that's saying a lot, Steve. Yeah. Look at all the knowledge you passed to me. Look at all the time we spend together. Look how, me, look at all the things you teach me. How, how I'm gonna live, father? They go, I don't get you nothing. Aw. <gasps> We're a having moment. a moment, yeah. Now, I ain't what? get it yet. <laughs> Junior, you say that. Why did you say that? Because he was feeling bad, Shirley. I can't let him just feel bad. He's going to be you, all right. But, but I'm going to get it. It's, it ain't came in the mail yet, is what I'm saying. It's oh, specialized you ordered it from you. Amazon? Yeah, it's oh. specialized. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't something I can just go to the store and get. I had to get you something because you got everything. Oh, I yeah. It's personalized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, what would you be upset if about if you got like from us, like if we gave you or some tie. Oh, tie. Oh, well, you feel to be upset. Go ahead on, take Mad it back. Attack Junior. Oh, uh, that tie got your name on it. It's tasty. I don't want no tie with my name on it. I'll be there. How he gets it that fast? I got to do better. You, you really do. You I'm really not do. a good gift picker. I I thought that would be perfect for me. Got his oh, name. Steve, with you're my hard name to on. get a gift for. I know. You really so. is. So we okay. know you like cigars. And we know you like Vegas. Yeah, and we know you like Vegas. Okay, that'd be a good gift. To send you to send Vegas? Send you to Vegas. Send you to Vegas. On well, Southwest? You know. <laughs> or in um, your private you jet? you think going to charter a jet? Yeah. <laughs> charter a jet for, for who? Like we, we got charter jet? We have to charter you a jet? No, I didn't ask you for nothing. I just said it'd be a nice gift. See, yeah, like okay. 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 That's all I said. Well, can you get there and we just do the rest? <laughs> we'll get yeah, the hotel. Yeah. We'll get the you, hotel. We'll give you, give you we'll gambling money. Yeah. Yeah. We'll How about that? A few dollars for ga- to gamble with. 
Uh, how much? How much y'all gonna give me to gamble with? Like three. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, a, like like a, at least two fifty. Yeah, two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. I say a three. Yeah, no. th- three would be from the three of us would be like a hundred dollars a piece. Piece, well, yeah, that's good. Huh? That's one bet. Oh, one you bet? That's it. One time. That's one you know how many one dollar chips you can get at the roulette table? Two hundred and fifty. What are you talking about? Three hundred. On a spin, I'm gonna have three hundred out there. Okay, listen. On one spin, <laughs> we'll oh, have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. More music, more fun coming up at uh, 20 minutes after the hour. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, you are in Tampa. What do you have going on in Tampa, Junior? Well, I'm I'm down here in Tampa telling everybody about the good Walmart Family Mobile. I'm going to Walmarts, meeting the people, and letting them know what I'm out here doing. Matter of fact, I'm going to be at three different Walmarts in Tampa today, tomorrow, and Sunday. All right. That's what I'm doing in Tampa. Yeah, Yeah, Friday Friday till today, I'm going to be at the Largo Walmart Supercenter. Mm Mm-hmm. Then on Saturday, I'm going to Newport Ritchie Walmart Supercenter. Uh-huh. And then on Sunday, I'll be at the Clearwater Walmart. That's what I'm going to be doing. Out here telling people about all the mobile, all the mobile things they can get with Walmart Family Mobile. All through Walmart Family Mobile at Walmart. It's, we're going to make mobile easy for everybody in the industry. And I'm signing autographs, taking pictures, kissing babies, doing all that, having fun, <laughs> talking. I'm working at Walmart, really. That's what I'm going to be doing. I'm actually oh, going to cool, work at Walmart. Dude, that's really nice. That's cool. Yeah. I got a that's shirt nice. and everything. <laughs> nice. You got a Walmart shirt? <laughs> yeah. I'm, don't, but don't come over there asking me where, where, where bacon at. Don't yeah. ask me. I'm, I'm, I'm only doing mobile. I'm going to need you to know. <laughs> I'm only doing mobile. Oh, that's cool. I love it. I love that's it. Good, so we'll have some fun down yeah. here in the Tampa area, man. This is so nice out yeah. here, too. Tell everyone we said what's up in Tampa. I'll let everybody know. I'm mm-hmm. big out here, too. Yeah. Yeah, the bait. Uh-huh. Tampa. Uh-huh. Our home oh, station. Shout out to Michael McGuire. baby. Yeah, yeah, our whole mm-hmm. Tampa family. Yeah. Tampa's nice. It's a pretty city. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. It, I yeah. love it. Mm-hmm. All that I've always liked Tampa. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll do some trending news at 33 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we go. Game six of the NBA Finals was in Oakland last night. Take it away, fellas. Congratulations to the Toronto Raptors. They are the NBA champions. Yeah. Yes. Six games put Golden State away. Kawhi, Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Fred. Yeah. That was a good game, though. It was a good game. It was tough, man. When Clay went down, that was was it. That was the blow that sealed the deal because there just wasn't enough firepower after that. Yeah. It was just not enough firepower after that. You know, they gave it their all. They played like champions, Mm -hmm. but, you know, it was not meant to be. When Clay went down, that, that let the air out. That just let the air out. And but still, congratulations to the North because they right. won it. Toronto, that's they right. Played. They won it. There's, there's no excuses when you win the title because, yeah. y'all, you know, it, it ain't about this one game. You had 86 games to do something that's about right. it. That's right. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And you know so, what yeah. else, Steve? The Golden State lost well. I mean, you know, they were gentlemen about it. They gave well, you know, hugs. they those are yeah. class dudes. They really out of are. Golden State. Mm-hmm. They really yeah. are. And, and Kawhi is a special talent, man. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now the speculation goes as where he'll be next season. I don't know where Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard could go and be a bigger star than he is right now. 
in, in the country of Canada. Because yeah. you have to go to a country. city <laughs> to be a star down here. Yeah. He is the star of the country. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'll be Brought him in their first business deal. First of all, I own every car dealership up there. <laughs> I own all the bobsled making companies. I own all the horses that the Mounties ride. I'll be just up in there with my name on ski resorts and everything. Because he don't want the country a title. Okay, now where's Dre? <laughs> Acting oh, he's back there losing the number his mind. one fan. Yes. <laughs> and all those fans at Jurassic Park in uh, Toronto, Toronto, did you mm-hmm. see them yeah. last night? They yeah. still partying. They red. still partying. Yeah. yeah. I like That's Toronto. Yeah. I've been a couple I, times. I have, I like too. It's a beautiful yes. place. I like Very it. friendly, nice people. Yeah. Yeah, real mm-hmm. good. So congratulations. Well, I got stopped at customs in Canada for six hours. I'm still we very know. bitter about that. <laughs> you, you still upset? Uh, yeah, I'm still on, very, very bitter about that. <laughs> coming from the Arco Arena in Buffalo, I'm still what very, very bitter that, about Steve? that. What year was that, Steve? I don't year? know. We was kings of comedy. That's all I know. Oh, so it was <laughs> in, in the 2000s. I was 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Minimum. <laughs> Raptors, the norm. Yeah. All right, coming up, the last break of the day. Steve will have some closing remarks for us. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. Last break of the day. Time for your closing remarks. Shirley sent me something, and it got me to thinking. Uh, I'm going to share with you what she sent me, but I'm going to paraphrase it. So it's more of how I talk because sometimes I get a little stumbled up and it doesn't sound like me if I try to share directly with somebody what somebody sent me. So I just want to talk to you about it. I want to just talk to you about this life of abundance that we are all qualified for. I want to talk to you about the life of abundance that God really wants all of us to enjoy. If you're a righteous person, God will give you a life of abundance. I didn't say if you were a saved person, if you were a member of this denomination, if you go to this church, if this is your pastor, if this is your faith. I'm telling you that God has a life of abundance for you if you put your trust and your faith in him. I'm I'm just telling you, and you have to understand that God has equipped you to have this life of abundance. All of you have a gift that was given to you by God at birth. Everyone has one. Now, you may not know what it is, but you have it. But because you've been so bent, so determined to do something to please somebody else, Your mother wants you to go to school and get a degree in this. Well, I told him I was going to come down here and get a degree in that, so now I'm going to go get a degree in that. Well, my father went to the Army, so I'm going to the Army. You know, there's nothing wrong with the Army. There's nothing wrong with going to the Army. But if that ain't really what you were created for, you finna waste a lot of time, man. You really, really are. Because God really did equip you for a life of abundance. When he created you, he had a mission in mind for you. He had a mission in mind for me. 
He gave you a gift. Your gift is a thing that you do the absolute best with the least amount of effort. If you identify that gift, there's your greatest chance. Now, here's the deal. When he prepared you for this life of abundance, and he gave you everything you needed to put on every day and go out and make your dreams and your life come true, if you put if you become passionate about your gift, you can be on your way to making your life happening and your dreams come true. He gives you everything you need to wear to go out and fight it. But what we do is we suit up. We suit up. And we settle in. Well, I got this job now. Well, I don't know. I'm four years away from getting this another degree. I might as well go here. Well, I got a promotion. Now I might as well stay on here. Well, I just already started investing in my 401k. So you suit up, but you settle in. And then, you know what you do? What we often do, and I did it myself for a while, we resign ourselves to living a mediocre life because we won't suit up and go out here and do what God wants us to do. So here's what I'm saying to you. If God didn't gave you all the scuba gear equipment you need, he done gave you the air tanks, the mask, the flippers, the nozzles, the hoses, or air supply, don't put all this stuff up on and then head to the bathtub. What you doing? You settling in. Head out to the ocean. Get out in that ocean of opportunity. Get out there where, in some of that deep water. Go out there where God has equipped you to go. He done suited you up. He gave you everything you need. But we want to go get in the bathtub where it's safe. Look, man, all of you have the gear to win, the gear to have an abundant life, the gear to be prosperous, the gear to be happy. You have the gear. You got to get out, you got to get out that bathtub and go out there in that ocean, out in that deep water, because out in the ocean is the opportunity. Ain't no opportunities in the bathtub. You got to go out there in that ocean of opportunity and experience all that God got for you. Some of it, you're going to get tested. You're going to feel like you're going down. You're going to get a sinking feeling, but you're going to be fine. You know why? Because you got to give. You have what it takes. You got to give. It's up to you to jump in. If you don't ever jump in the ocean, you ain't going to really know if you can handle deep water or not. I got you scared of the deep water. I got sometimes that deep water look rough out there. I know you've seen some perp people try to acquire fame and prosperity and happiness and go out on their own. And I know you've seen them out there sinking and the water look rough. So now you want to stay over here in the bathtub. Ain't no opportunities in the bathtub. All your opportunities out there in the ocean. Now, is there some sharks out there? Yeah. But what's to say you won't be one? Get out the bathtub with all this gear God and gave you and jump in that ocean out there and swim like you're supposed to. And swim around. You're going to get the life of your dreams, the life of abundance. That's all I got to say. Thank you very much. Hope you got it. Drop.
the dog Drop it. Mic. Yeah. Why well, you still got it? Thank no. you, sir. Thank you, man. Still holding it. Yeah. Great indeed. Say so you ain't no, gonna be one of them. Mm-hmm. No, man. I ain't finna do that. Hey, y'all have a great weekend. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 